0: Everybody welcome to the This Is Nothing Podcast. We are sifting through the wreckage of culture by arguing for the non-essential. My name is Matt Rossi.
1: My name is Nate Anderson.
0: And we are happy to have you guys here. This is episode 3, recording episode 2. We didn't have any feedback as to how things are going, but finally uh with episode 3, you guys came through in a big way. We've gotten to see so much fun stuff from you guys. We've gotten some emails. Uh we've gotten some great feedback from you guys. We've gotten some really bad feedback too, so thanks for that. Um but
1: pictures of your feet. Uh couple pictures of your feet I saw sent into the DMs, but that can stop. Of my feet or their feet? Their feet. Did oh okay, cuz I
0: was going to say how did they get pictures of my feet? Uh, No, that must have been a direct message to your profile. So um, Nate is available, everybody. And uh, you nailed it. He does love feet pics. So send those in. I'm on the kick that every, every woman should take feet pictures and sell them online, more or less just to get back at stealing money from old white dudes, which I think is the goal of 2021
1: and 2022. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Are, is that when you take a picture with your feet or of?
0: Explain to me how, are you saying that you would bring your feet up to where your face is and take a photo of both at the same time?
1: No, like you use your toes to hold the camera like a primate.
0: Ah, so your feet are taking pictures. I'm sure that's extra. I'm sure there's somebody out there that is looking on only OnlyFans for content like that. So then, um, yeah.
1: So then both of your hands are in the picture, so people are like, you must be using a selfie stick. And it's like, no, I'm using my toes.
0: (laughs) That's cool. That's an online trend. You know, I haven't done TikTok yet or anything. Um, And I know that I sound old saying that, but I I get it. Like, I had Vine. I, you know, I had Instagram and, you know, when that was new and all that stuff. So, like, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that'll be another thing. Uh, Nate can introduce the world to taking feet pics in a very different way.
1: I remember planking. That's still... That's not around anymore, is it? Whoa, that was old. Whoa, that was old. (laughs) Nate, that was super old. Oh, man. Is it possible to get something like that to have a comeback, do you think?
0: Planking? Well, yeah, because, like, just the way that style is cyclical, you know how, like, we're all re-embodying, like, 90s pop culture T-shirts and stuff? Like, in the same way, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, internet stuff is super cyclical. Like... They talk about how, like, there's different generations of memes now. Like, there was, like, the old school, (laughs) like, Reddit tool uh, meme stuff. And then it got into, I don't know. There's, like, apparently three generations of memes. And so I think, like, yeah, like, with anything, there's going to be, like, a throwback to it eventually. And with the way that, like, things come in and out, I have no doubt that planking will come back at some point, ironically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a thing like uh, the comedy of repetition. It's it's like I do it. I plank. I plank on a on a grand piano. I plank on the steps, uh, leading to the ocean. Oh, everybody
0: knows. Everybody knows what planking is. For sure.
1: But I just keep doing it. Now, 2021, and people are like, "You're old. That's done." I keep doing it, and like after 20 times, people are like, "Actually, that's pretty funny."
0: I mean Nate, there's a fine line for it, you know? I mean you do it too early, you're dweeb, but if you do it right on the on the cusp, right on the cutting edge, I mean that's how you make internet money, my friends. And so I say go ahead. Um I will make fun of you until that day happens, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Dogecoin coming in. Dogecoin's fly.
0: Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't invest in Dogecoin. Um, but apparently based off of Elon Musk's S N L performance, uh, it's something to pay attention to. I did see that it dropped uh, from like I don't know. I think it was at like seventy-two cents. Uh, I think it dropped to like 40, 41 or forty cents, or something. So, so yeah. Hope y'all sold. And if you guys want to invest in a you know podcast, please let us know. We'll say we'll we'll say whatever you want uh, on here. No people to do ads for. So if you want us to do an ad because you sold your Dogecoin and you have an inordinate amount of money and um all you're using it on right now is buying feet picks off of OnlyFans. Uh, Hit us up. We are also in that market of selling ourselves to do
1: whatever you want us to do. Speaking of, have I mentioned Squarespace?
0: (laughs) (laughs) If only. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be seeing money from this podcast, but... If you guys want to, hey, see Matt, us what are you wearing? Goods or well?
1: Oh wait, you're actually you're backlit, but I just want to describe people what I'm seeing right well,
0: now. Well, Nate, currently I'm wearing Stitch Fix. It's uh, where they send you close <laughs> to your house. <laughs> um, but all I was trying to say is that ladies, sell sell pictures of your feet to every old white dude that has money and just make that money. That's that's money you're just leaving out there. Just go for it. Just do it. Make him spend a Wait, stupid amount of money on you.
1: I got a footstuff story. I got a coworker who works at one of those uh, bikini espresso stands. Oh yeah, famously
0: uh, came out of Washington.
1: Really? Well, whatever. Don't yeah don't deny that at all. Yeah, uh, and she uh, she said her sister works there, and she said that there's a guy that comes by a um, couple times a month. Uh, I don't know. I forgot to ask the follow up that I don't know if he actually buys any coffee, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's so much better, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he he pays her five hundred dollars, like shove her f- shove her toes out the window so he can suck on them.
0: No way! Wow. Well, Toe dude, Drive-thru. that's what I'm saying. Five hundred dollars, man. Yeah. that's like five five shifts at my current job.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, I also heard that in, in addition to that, that it's th- very common that she'll make a thousand dollars in tips for a shift. Like that's amazing stupid money, but that's, that's also like
0: girls get it. Take that money back. I mean, y'all deserve it. Seriously. That's a,
1: that seems like a scary job though. I wouldn't want to oh, have to deal with those kind of men at all. It is.
0: Oh my God. You want to talk about like schools don't need security guards. Fucking bikini baristas need security guards, you know? And also yeah. that security job would be super easy to fill. Although then again, eh, I don't know. Do you but do then
1: you the security guard is the problem.
0: Yeah, 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 Female security guard. We get a female security guard out there. Yeah. And she okay. gets a cut of the tips. Um, I'm into it. All right. If anybody's listening, which uh, luckily <laughs> I'm not going to say a number, but it is between 25 and 100 uh, of you listen to our first episode. And I am so, so grateful. Please tell your friends. Um, But speaking of which, we should probably get to the episode. Um, So, yeah, welcome to the This Is Nothing podcast. The idea here is uh, we are going on a website called Wiki Roulette, uh, which shuffles all Wikipedia articles randomly. And we are going to select a couple that we think should be deleted from Wikipedia. And then at the end of the episode, we are going to go to court and debate. Uh, uh, One of us will attack, one of us will defend. And uh, whether or not that topic should be added to our list of things that we are going to send to Wikipedia to delete from their website at the end of the year. So, with that in mind, what we're going to start with is going on Wiki Roulette and finding a couple of topics to uh, get us started. So, let's cue the music. Alright Nate, uh, you want to start or do you want me to start? I, I, I think I found man, I found a couple of bangers. Oh!
1: Mm, scrumptious. I can start. I can start. Okay, alright. Go for it. Um, I have uh, this is out of the UK. This is the official Dreamcast magazine. Is there anything interesting about this though? Not really. It's just fucking funny to imagine well, what the content all right. is.
0: So here's my question. Did you ever own a Sega Dreamcast? Not directly.
1: Not me. What does that
0: mean? <laughs> you were renting one. Rent like an old dusty one. Went to one Hollywood Video. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Video. Yep.
1: Did I ever tell you the last time I went to a Blockbuster? No. And I, I'm curious. I want to. I'm just. This article is really boring, so I'm actually just going to like leapfrog over it unless you got some Dreamcast stuff. But the I got a Blockbuster thing for you, and I'll ask you yours. Uh, okay. the last time yeah. I went to a blockbuster, we used to actually go there li- when I was living in l a because uh, we had a you know, a DVD player. And we had nothing to do. and we didn't want. It, so we'd go and rent DVDs because we would smoke a lot of weed and just go like, it <laughs> looks funny. And the last time I went to a blockbuster, there was a bouncy castle inside,
0: oh, yeah. you told me the story. Yeah, they need to hear this.
1: <laughs> they moved. Yeah, they moved the DVD racks to the side, and there's just a full-fledged bouncy castle and like carnival music over the speakers. And I'm like, "What is happening?" They're like, I- "Our manager." I think it's important that you tell them what what the year is. No, that year was 2013, <laughs> 2014.
0: Yeah, the prime for the outs <laughs> of Blockbuster before it was even like ironically funny to try and support them. This is a good time for people to go to a blockbuster. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, though.
1: Oh, it's fine. It is the prime block. It is, it, they're on their way out. there, So I'm like, why is this here? And then one employee just shrugs and walks away. And then I'm like, can I go in there? It's like, yeah. The manager says you just have to take your shoes off. So <laughs> I'm, I go in there, shoes off, and I'm just bouncing like crazy, just like laughing to myself how ridiculous this is. And then, uh, some ki- like a parent, and a child come in and then <laughs> the, this kid, like six year old wants to join me. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I should stay in here. If, if this child stayed, <laughs> you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. No, I-, I was about to ask him to ba- try to bounce me, but then I'm like, his dad's right there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. His dad was about to bounce you out of that blockbuster video. Yeah.
1: That's it. Do you remember? No, your that's last? It.
0: that's. I think that's an equally nostalgic story for what the Sega Dreamcast is because I know you just wanted to brief over it and, I mean, no, I don't have a, a legitimately good blockbuster video story. My only good blockbuster video story is that when we were living in Gig Harbor, there wasn't a blockbuster video, so we had to go to Tacoma, and then one day Hollywood Video opened, and we said our prayers have been answered, and we never went to that blockbuster video again. And it was devastating when the Hollywood video closed because it was right next to a take and bake Papa John or Papa Murphy's pizza. And so mm-hmm. it was a classic, right? Two DVDs, one video game, and a in a pizza. That was like dad's on duty and mom's at work. Yeah, dude. That was the best. Oof. But yeah, as far as like I really quickly wanted to touch, and then we should move on. But the Sega Dreamcast, I hope everybody knows about this system because I was massively jealous of my neighbor when she got one. Uh, I want to say probably at uh, the same time around 2003 or maybe four, sometime around then. But the Sega Dreamcast is like, I think what inspired like a lot of um, like the lo-fi looking like digital stuff that is out now, like like 3D modeling and stuff. With the Sega Dreamcast was like so blocky still. And just like in a very weird place of like top of the line in Japan and like now is so laughably bad. But I think it inspired a lot of great stuff, you know, especially with like this vapor wave thing going on right now Um that I got to say, like pretty important. I bet you the graphics out of that magazine in the UK were probably astonishingly great. Um <laughs> Do I think it's a perfect candidate for something to be deleted? Absolutely. But I do think I'll be able to top it with uh, my subject, which is a list of historical sources for pink and blue as gender signifiers. So, Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. So remember how we talked about...
0: I, kn- I know it's very good. It's a very good poll. What a topic. I got very excited when I found it. Yeah. I got to tell you, as a guy that goes thrifting for clothes a lot, this feels very much like thrifting where I'm hitting the button and then I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. So this is great because I saw this and I said, we absolutely need to get rid of like binary gender norms, you know, like pink and blue as gender signifiers. Um, so basically all this article is is it is I would I would recommend anybody go and read this cuz this is actually a great article but the concept could be gotten rid of and that's you know where we get into a gray area but how yeah, old is that based concept on like,
1: though like how far back does that pink and blue division
0: 1823 go? Why? 1823 is me, the first entry Um, oh boy, it's, it's like mostly in French, but let me see. Uh, ladies childbirth, uh, she said is announced in this manner. And when the pincushion is a pink background, this is a sign of the coming into this world as a little girl, while the blue background, uh, announces that it is a boy. Um, so I think that had something to do with clothes. The coolest poll from this article is the fact that, uh, oh man, I need to look for, there's a specific time period. I'm not going to be able to to find the exact date because it was like somewhere in the middle of the article. But basically what it said is that earlier in time, the idea was that pink clothes were meant for boys and blue clothes were meant for women. Uh, I think this one says uh, 1890 in uh, in a French colony as a pink silk boys shirt. uh, And that was 1890. So I think somewhere around there, that was when everything got switched around. But I would love to get rid of, the normatives of boys wear blue, girls wear pink. I mean, God damn, it's twenty twenty one. We are ready to get rid of this shit.
1: Yes, we are. I mean, I love wearing pink. Pink is an amazing color. Why do the ladies get it? <laughs> I'm totally reading this the d- absolute wrong direction. I was hoping you registered that, but it's, <laughs> go ahead, just go ahead. I just want to. No, man, I think I just want to announce that I know, I, I know what I said. <laughs> so, let's keep going
0: important uh man i think you know i don't know why i signify everything with nelly when like nelly's music was big but i feel like when rappers were wearing all white that was a time where pink was coming back in you know like i used to see tall tees that were pink Pink Um, highlights so I'm saying, like, this is super outdated as far as, like, yeah, men, uh, boys and men wear blue, girls and women wear pink. Yeah, it's bullshit. And I would super love to get rid of that. Um, the, I will say, the article itself, I would love to keep. I think it is super interesting and kind of backs my point that, like, getting rid of this uh, is, is super necessary. So,
1: well, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, you're on, you're on board with a lot of our pop culture, especially from... Maybe not last year because last year didn't actually exist; didn't happen. Uh, the year before, I don't actually know if this is last year or the year before. But when the gender reveal in Oregon started a wildfire that uh, burned like oh several my. square miles, yes, not like dude burned down like an entire par- quarter of a forest because like it's a
0: it's a fire. <laughs> like, it's I would venture to say that gender reveal parties have probably taken away twenty years of Earth's life. Just as far as the amount of smoke and wildfires that have been initiated from them. So, yeah, definitely get rid of the gender reveal parties. And, and bring on back that tip... planking. <laughs> All right, y'all. If anybody wants to plank instead of a gender reveal for your child's, I don't know, a, a party that you're having a child, I guess. So maybe tummy it's down, a it's a reveal, boy. Tummy up, it's a girl. There... All right. I like that. I don't know how it signifies anything. It very much seems like the punks of Tony Phil of revealing somebody's gender, but I'm I'm into it. It's arbitrary. Gender doesn't matter anyways, so fuck it. Like, yeah, I'm into that. I love that. Um, I'm also on the basis that like, I think there should just be like a like a color wheel that you randomize and that just becomes the, the kid's bedroom color or whatever, you know? So that way, like when people come in, they're like, Oh blue, is it a boy? It's like, we have no idea. This is what the doctor assigned. He, uh, he had great interior decorating knowledge and, uh, had his Pantone swatches, uh, and we just threw them up in the air and then we grabbed one out and that was the color we
1: got. So nice. Pull of Thank Pantone. You. Yeah. I love yeah. Pantone. Oh, you Pantone. just painted today, didn't you? So, um, you- you got that that that, uh, that ocean crusted oh, surf. You got that. Uh, <laughs> you got that lavender smile. You got that. Can I tell uh,
0: you, dude? The best part about painting today was that we were we were painting a wall, and Melanie, uh, or Andrew, Andrew asked Melanie because it's her house, and he goes uh, something like, "Is this like ginger brown?" And she was like, "No, it's like uh, portal blue or something." <laughs> and a new song had just come on the radio, and I thought they were talking about the artist of the song and not the color of the wall. And I like where we're at. So if you want to start naming your band after color swatches on the Pantone yeah. color sheet, but I'm in for it. Go for it. I love that concept. Um, but yeah, so that's mine. I love the idea of us uh, debating getting rid of gender signifiers as pink and blue. Um hard but uh but keep the article keep the article well i could have ways of doing it but yeah we'll flip a coin we'll do what
1: we do um but that's mine what do you got i'm shuffling i got i got some lined up here that i found but i'm shuffling and i don't know if you've noticed this but there are so many fucking moth species <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm skipping over anything that is a Latin name of something. I'm just like, nope. But it's like, oh, another moth. Cool.
0: Um. Okay, Nate, what you got? What's your next one?
1: The concept of the wrecking ball. Oh,
0: <laughs> that I oh. When there's a precursor like that, the concept it does make me intrigued. The uh, first. <laughs>
1: I didn't even look at his pictures. Uh there's two pictures. One wrecking ball at rest. Two wrecking ball in action. <laughs> 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 okay, it's uh it's a it's a cur- it's a, there <laughs> I heard something. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so we started adding some live
0: foley to uh the show. Uh, that, that earlier thing that I played was off of my keyboard, which makes a bunch of noises.
1: Oh, ah. Oh, so, oh boy. <laughs>
0: I'll insert it where it's needed. Uh, the rest, Nate's going to do with his voice.
1: I will insert it where it's not needed.
0: I completely derailed any momentum you had on that, but the concept of a wrecking ball is funny because the concept of a wrecking ball could just be a guy throwing a ball... Uh, <laughs> Into, like, a bunch of uh, boxes and being like, oh, yeah, like, that's the
1: way that works. Or a bowling ball, perhaps.
0: Into some pins. All right. Which one came first, the wrecking ball or bowling?
1: Uh, you know that song? Oh, no, that's Satellite. Never mind. No, there is a song called Wrecking Ball. Who doesn't? No, it?
0: I Came in Like a Wrecking Ball, my Miley Cyrus.
1: No, no, no. Uh, I
0: came in like a wrecking ball.
1: I'm thinking about uh, the uh, Breeders. that's not is this what we're gonna do
0: for the podcast is this what we're gonna remember the
1: the song this is what this is what uh this is what your google does when you're trying to like ask it something it's just like is this what we're gonna do here (laughs) it's the one that goes (laughs) and that's a guitar google has
0: got to be so tired um yeah i'm still waiting for them to do a google that you can just sing into it and it'll tell you what the song is uh in
1: 1993 the wrecking ball was described as the most common form of large-scale course demolition you don't see them anymore do you i don't get a fucking trophy for that it seems like it would take a long time because i when i when i watched the youth jail they just were just they just had like an excavator just like it looked like a big mo- If I was high, I would be like, it was like a big monster taking chunks out of a building and just like, ripping them out. And there's like <laughs> cables snapping. It's fucking awesome. I think you could see it that way being sober too, you know? I wasn't high, but yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I like this idea that like wrecking balls were such a thing. Like you saw them on like Tom and Jerry and in cartoons and stuff. And it really marked an era of like, I don't know, like the, like the 40s and then at some point they were gone because so many bad things had happened because, I mean, once it comes up, it must go down, right? So, like, you gotta imagine there was a good amount of cars that were just lost to centrifugal force.
1: The kinetic energy of the ball is unstoppable, and I think that's where the phrase in between a rock and a hard place came, the rock being... The wrecking ball, the hard place, being the building, and you being caught in between, uh, becoming pancaked across the building that's being demolished like a Tom and Jerry kind of situation.
0: I love that.
1: I don't know if they ever used uh, wrecking balls as a form of execution, but I know for a fact (laughs) that they used cannons. They used
0: cannons?
1: (laughs) in the in the that in the long ago That seems like
0: overkill. They really had a lot of money back in the day. Like, I get it. We can't afford houses, but, you know, they could afford to shoot people with cannons. <laughs>
1: they probably did that. But I was thinking about catapults that they would they would put uh, put a dude in a catapult and aim it at a wall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> That sucks cuz I like the idea better of <laughs> they just catapult them anywhere yeah. and it's like you got a shot you know like it's it's way better than the actual death sentence you know yeah. it's like you're sentenced to catapult and it's like uh oh, well, well okay and you
1: spin and you spin a wheel to determine which direction <laughs> you're catapulted
0: i mean if we have those to are have trees a that's penalty, a can wall can we make it more fun
1: yeah i mean it this this I mean, see, reminds me of the like the giant pumpkin contest where they catapult oh, them as great. far as possible. But that would be your body. That would be your body. But like Jackie Chan says, it depends on how you land. Like Jackie Chan said.
0: Thank you, Jackie Chan. Oh, Jackie Chan, that. if you ever come up, you're not being deleted. <laughs> what a no. wealth of information yeah. Jackie Chan is. Depends Truly on how you land. a blessing that he decided to spend his life here in the United States. With oh. Chris
1: Rock, living with Chris Rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's still roommates. <laughs> um, well,
1: that's Chris Tucker. Fuck.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. I bet you Chris Rock and him are friends, though. Um, They probably all hang
1: out. Yeah.
0: So, all I'm going to say about this really quick is I love the Wrecking Ball. I miss the Wrecking Ball. I think the Wrecking Ball had some terrible repercussions. But off of what you were saying, can we switch the death penalty to be a, a roulette wheel? And one of those options is the catapult, which obviously get rid of the death penalty. Are you out of your mind? This is crazy. But put catapult on there. Because you might land in some water, you might be able to grab onto a tree. I mean, fuck it, maybe somebody's paragliding nearby, and you just happen to come across them in midair. You know, make it exciting. There
1: might you be might a land on a outcome. Tempur-Pedic mattress.
0: That is one of our
1: sponsors today. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember a specific brand name that they do in podcasts. the 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 bed, the, sleep the one, number. I don't know. Is it? It's, yeah, it's the sleep number. Many. That's the one where you. It's like it it knows if you're hot or cold. So this bed remembers what you did last summer, and that
0: would be a great movie. Um, all right, go ahead. you good? You mind yeah. if I go for the next one? I okay. Please. So there's some explanation to this one. It it is... <laughs> this might come off bad, and I apologize if it does. So this is Indian ice cream, which is uh, a big thing in Canada, apparently. Uh, uh-huh. Indian ice cream, also known as uh, – oh, man, they have the pronunciation. I still can't do it. Skushem, I think. Skushem. That might be It's a what Canadian is it? whipped confection made from soap berries and other various uh-huh. fruits. These have been eaten as traditional z- dessert by many First Nations peoples. It has been suggested that it was first produced in the Interior Salish Territory in British Columbia. So here's my idea. Um, how many ice creams do we need? Because I think we should just stick with one and I can already tell you vanilla. Let me guess. Yeah. (laughs) I love mayonnaise and I love vanilla white bread. God. Um, my skin hurts. Shut up, Matt. (laughs) Shut up. So here's the idea. I think we only need one type of ice cream. I love ice cream, and I know the best one because I worked there for six years. It was Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's is the best ice cream. You can fight me on this.
1: That's not a flavor. That's a type. That's a brand. That's not a flavor. But so
0: is this. Canadian ice cream is like a type of ice cream, right? That's and not just, a brand. Er, uh, that's a Indian country. Cream. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a brand, but I'm saying First like- First
1: Nations ice cream is not a fucking brand. <laughs>
0: Uh, It's Indian ice cream made in Canada. I'm saying I'm not usually like this. I don't usually rally for America because I think America (laughs) sucks. But my idea is that let's stick with American ice cream. All right. Now, my reasoning behind this is solely because this is made of soap berries, which I've never had one. I'm looking at a picture of one. It looks like berries that when you're a kid, your mom tells you you can't eat them because they're poisonous. And they're named after soap. Which I think is awful. So I'm going to list off the ingredients in this soap ice cream. Let me guess. Um,
1: soap berries?
0: Yes. Western soap berries. All right. Here we go. Ready for the ingredients? Unbelievable. Soap berries, water, some kind of sweetener. That's it. That doesn't sound like ice cream to me. Okay. The list of sweeteners are more berries. salal berries, thimble yeah. berries, mm-hmm. fireweed. Thomas Bulb, oh, Modern yeah. Sweeteners, great. like cane sugar. This is bullshit. I'm going to tell you about my favorite flavor of ice cream, uh, which is Chubby Hubby from Ben & Jerry's. Guess what this has got in it? Fucking cream, skim milk, liquid sugar, liquid sugar, water, sugar, peanuts, wheat flour, coconut oil, partially defatted uh, peanut flour, egg yolks, butter, what that last one? peanut oil, shut up. <laughs> Barley malt, vanilla extract, milk, cocoa, salt, soy, lectin, cocoa, chocolate Red, liqueur, soybeans, blue. blue guar, <laughs> guar gum, enzymes, the band guar, baking soda. I can't say the last one. Yo, this shit fucks. This shit's real good. This shit is not made out of soap and berries. Fuck that. We don't need Canadian uh, ice cream uh, or there Indian ice cream.
1: natural. What you just described, you just skipped whatever the chemical word you were about to say was as a preservative. (laughs) You you just jumped right over it. Whatever. I don't care. It's liquid sugar. Which is a fucking great D'Angelo record, Um, by the way.
0: (laughs) All I'm saying, man, is that Chubby Hubby is known for having uh, fudge pieces. It's known for having uh, uh, full-on fucking pretzels in it. Uh, it's got uh, peanut rat butter ears. and fudge and <laughs> rat ears. No, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Ben and Jerry's is the shit. It's packed full of flavor. We only need one fucking ice cream. I'm voting on Ben and Jerry's. Let's get rid of Indian ice cream and let berries just be berries. All right, and that's that's where I'm gonna let that settle. You oh. go for your for your last subject.
1: Yeah, you're right. That that topic does sit real bad though, Matt. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I got a real fucking boring one. Uh, Let's see. I got two. One or two, you tell me.
0: Well, you got to pick one. I think we're each going to try and keep it to three.
1: I just like this. It is, it is, it is, and I'm just going to let you guess. I'll describe it a little bit, and you got to guess the name of it, and you'll probably be close, I imagine. Okay. Uh, Constructed in 1992 uh, by the NC family in a former warehouse, it's the first ever indoor skate park in Britain. I have to guess the name of that. Yeah. The first indoor skate park, 1992. Think of Tony Hawk's yeah. <laughs>
0: favorite house, Tony Hawk's slam <laughs> nest. Ooh. Tony Hawk's That's what would- <laughs> British baking show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's cool. I like that. You know, actually uh I'm going to I'll tell it to you in a second. I'll get some, I'll give you a hit. But I, I actually think saw...
0: if it's not Tony Hawks British Bake Off, I don't want to hear about
1: it. No, no, no. But that that <laughs> reminds me of I saw recently that uh, a an architect an architecture an architect who does architecture uh designed a skate park to look like uh bacon and hags in a pan. <laughs>
0: Any reasoning behind that? Did he give you any background as to his decisions? No. It's what's for breakfast. Like, oh, okay, alright. I guess the. Shredding. It's what for breakfast.
1: Later losers.
0: <laughs> Skate, you know how I off. like my fucking hash browns? Shredded <laughs> <laughs> as he fucking jumps out a window. Um Alright, well tell me more. I'm interested. Ollie. Ollie over easy. Uh Flip you're not text. telling me more. You're just still <laughs> flip flap. Eh, yeah. Stalefish.
1: <laughs> Board slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a grind uh grinder. Yeah. Grinder? That's a that's a dating site. No no no. With an it's E. It's not
0: breakfast food. There's no pun there.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Uh now, if you had said no, have it. Black no, 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 no. pepper,
0: have black pepper grinder, yes, love it on eggs, love it mm-hmm. on uh, cottage cheese inside a cantaloupe, because food from the '30s was great. You ever fuck around with that oh, one?
1: I don't remember the names of skate tricks. I'm not as cool as I was. Never.
0: Mm, there. um, dark slide, um. Dark Slider. Uh, front, <laughs> uh Darth maul. Um Count Dooku. Um uh you got uh Sith Lord, um you got Millennium Falcon, uh you have the TIE Fighter. Uh that's when you I, just stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the plate <laughs> the all,
0: uh, all actual skate moves.
1: All wrong. The name of the skate park situated in Northampton, England, was called Radlands. The answer was Radlands. Radlands. All right. I don't have any, there's really no information about it. It's all about the contractor. It doesn't describe what it looks like at all. And it closed for a while, but then reopened. Wow. In 2012, is one of the best five skate parks. It doesn't really? matter. This doesn't matter. I just wanted you to try to guess Radlands. But Would I you, you venture no to hints. say
0: that this is nothing? Oh, this is nothing. Nate did tell me at the top of the episode he wanted us to use that more and uh I don't know. I th- I feel like it's in movies when they say the name of the movie that it's like a big name deal. One.
1: Oh, these Star Wars are pretty tough, Luke.
0: It's uh it's when Tom Hanks gets up and looks out the window and he looks at his watch and it's 4:30 in the morning and he goes Man, I am really sleepless
1: in Seattle. Um, He looks at his volleyball and is like, we are castaways, you and I.
0: <laughs> I remember that time in Transformers 3 when Optimus Prime looked at everybody and he said, we are Transformers 3. And they all looked <laughs> like around three confused because there was like nine of them. Yeah. Uh, I really am Tokyo drifting. <laughs> um, yeah, there's movies. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia article we'll eventually find that oh. names all the movies that they self-reference themselves. Um, okay, so I think – I do have one more, but
1: – Go ahead. Do it. Go. Just do it. All right. Do it. Really do quick.
0: This will be a quick one. Do you remember Kelly Clarkson?
1: Yeah, uh, American Idol, the voice. She had a great voice. Very careful. Are we supposed to talk faster now? Go ahead, do it. 2002,
0: Go. Kelly it. Clarkson. Uh, she had won American Idol the very first season, and uh, yeah, yeah, The sure one did. that Play I have the is this song uh, "What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger," makes a little better. Um, yeah, so that's the song. I don't know if we can get away with doing that, but um, yeah, so it's the song "Stronger." What doesn't kill you? Um, which I guess I don't Wait, have. What is that
1: was called? Yeah stronger in parentheses what doesn't kill you? Yeah. It's ba- it's bad fucking grammar, that's what that is.
0: Nate, there's a name, the reason that I brought this one up is there's a name in here that I that I don't think I would have ever guessed would have been in this article. Um it's a reference. Uh the song was was apparently uh inspired by this person. Um I want you to throw broad strokes at me. I want you to name Like a type of person that would maybe inspire a song like this, and I'll give you Uh, give you a couple shots here. What do you what do you think? Who would inspire a song called French
1: existentialist? Nate? Portuguese existentialist?
0: You got it in one. Although I don't know his background,
1: but said Nietzsche because he. I mean, there's there's some of those guys that actually. Oh my (laughs) god! (laughs) Okay, I love that. What I I don't have no fucking idea what magic just happened there. But.
0: I mean, maybe I was the one that was just like, how could they ever think that this is like? Apparently, she says with the chorus inspired by a Frederick Nietzsche uh, quotation, <laughs> "That which does not kill us makes us stronger." I read that sure. and I said, "That's horseshit." I think that phrase has been used in so many things. There's no way she was sitting reading Nietzsche and was like, you know what? It's been nine years since I won American Idol. And, you know, there's been a lot of trials and tribulations. And it's time for me to bring this man and raise him up on a pedestal so all these new people can know (laughs) what Friedrich Nietzsche did for me and this country. um, we
1: don't even realize that Kelly Clarkson's uh, B-sides from that era are Thus stroke, "Thus Spoke Their Thustra and <laughs> God Is Dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that song, God Is Dead. She definitely,
1: she was very... Uh, it's like the same thing. Gonna take it higher. And then it's like <laughs> backgrounds, God Is Dead. I don't remember how it goes exactly. No, it was
0: stoic. You remember that? It was very stoic. It, she. It was a collaboration with... Um, Wasn't that the collaboration she did with Philip Glass, right? It was, like, a very stoic – there was a lot of, like, dissonant chords. And she just kept echoing God is Dead. It was off of her her 2010 album that never really got anywhere on the charts. Anyways, worth it for that great joke. So – Um, that's it. I just wanted to touch on it. I don't, I don't think it's one that we actually get, had to get rid of, but I was dying when I saw that Frederick Nietzsche was quoted in the, in the pop, in the pop hit sensation of 2011 stronger. What doesn't kill you by Kelly Clarkson. Um,
1: do you know what did kill Nietzsche? What? I actually don't remember what actually killed him, but one of the last acts he did is, uh, he left his quarters that he was dying in of some. 1880 disease and went out and hugged a horse sobbing and then went back <laughs> into his chambers and died.
0: Well, that was, that was, forgive me if I got that's this in wrong. that song, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, forgive me if I got this wrong, but he was the first one to eat a tide pod, right?
1: That's what killed, what kills you makes you less strong. <laughs>
0: well, no, no, no. What What's- kills, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. He was eating tide pods regularly to build up an immunity but uh, what he forgot is that uh, Tide had released the new and improved Tide Pod with triple the amount of bleach in it. And that's why it's now a challenge because Kelly Clarkson brought Frederick Nietzsche to the next generation, uh, the Gen Zers. And that's why they started eating Tide Pods because they wanted to be like Frederick Nietzsche, Kelly Clarkson's favorite philosopher. And that is my dissertation. Thank you. Um, all right. I think it's pretty safe to say that we're probably gonna be debating the the pink and blue gender signifiers, right? yeah, let's do that, yeah, fuck, yeah, we are okay, um cool, so Mr. Nathan, um, I have forgotten uh, oh nope, here we go, all right, I got a coin, we are gonna flip the coin, so basically the idea here is that now we're gonna go to court, uh one of us is going to have to defend uh. Uh, This this pink and blue as gender signifiers, the other person is going to attack. I do have to look up how court works, because I know for a fact (laughs) that in court, you don't have somebody that is attacking somebody else and somebody that is defending themselves. There's definitely words for this. Um, I know there's the defendant. I don't remember what the guy that attacks is
1: called. Uh, the assa- the assailant.
0: <laughs> All right, next episode, me and Nate are gonna look up some things about how court works. But for right now, one person's attacking, one person's defending. <laughs> when the person is attacking, the other person is acting as the judge, and then the other person defends while the other person acts as judge. We are yeah. going to this trade more roles of a... for that.
1: This is a hybrid between like uh faux court scene. Let's never fucking learn how it works. Never. <laughs> Let's we just, just have to keep guessing. Just, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like this is the some combination of like a gladiator debate sport that we pretend is in a courtroom and we use our thinking brains and some and it's not court. I mean, I don't know. Otherwise, uh, I would have last week I would have held you in contempt for some of that bullshit you said and then I would have <laughs> and then you would have been taken out. And I got it. We're good. Let's do it. Go. I was a go.
0: big. I, I was a big fan of your uh, your judge character. All right. Uh, so since I brought this one to the table, <laughs> I get to call heads or tails. Um, I am under the assumption from the '90s that tails never fails. So here we go. That is heads. I was wrong. <laughs> Nate, do you want to do you want to attack or defend? I'll
1: take the defensive stand on this
0: really okay i love that all right ladies and gentlemen court is in session <laughs> i am ready to hear out uh the 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 defense here um so defense man uh welcome to my court and uh if you would care to uh tell me uh, i was rather fond of blue as a boy and rather repugnant uh from pink uh it's a girl's cover and I hate it. So explain to me uh why you think this should be abolished.
1: I'm defending it,
0: Matt. <laughs> ah Yes, quite <laughs> ah I've gotten you mixed up. You're both you're both wearing the same wigs. Ah, yes. Um anyways well, Your name's not Matt. Nathan. Yeah, I'm uh, my name is, is Arthur Griswold. Don't need to give you my full name, though. I'm a judge. I shouldn't have to tell you my full name. Judge Griswold. Uh, that's this right. This is
1: Peterson Vertelay talking. You, and you told I, me
0: moments ago your name was Nate.
1: Nathan Am Peterson Vertelay. Okay. From Paris, France.
0: I don't I care. I lost my
1: French accent in... That's uh
0: Vietnam, right?
1: ...wind turbine accident. Oh, um, worse. <laughs> worse. <laughs> well, my defense is that boys have bluer skin, and yeah, girls boys
0: will be boys have
1: pinker skin, mm-hmm. and blues will be blues. Ah. Boys, blues, bees. Girls, pink eyes. The mm. letter I, second letter. Girls, pink. Get it? I do. I think it makes more sense. The color pink is an amazing color. It makes it's all the other colors. It's the light of all the other colors, but it's not white light. Nathan, you—I uh... don't see color generally. Ah, I like that. Blue boys, blue balls. Girls don't have balls.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. They. Uh... They don't, and uh, you, you, you sound quite smart. Have you seen a lot of genitalia in your, uh, in your exploits there uh, in the wind turbine county?
1: Well, girl parts are pink. Blue part... Boy. Blah, yeah. Reversing. Girl oh, parts are nope. pink. He's a cyborg. Boy parts nope, nope, nope. Are
0: this is a kangaroo court. Kangaroo court. No cyborgs allowed. Sorry. Your wires came out of your rear end. You got to shut that like compartment there. Yes. No cyborgs. No cyborgs allowed.
1: Boys are blue because their parts are blue. Girls are pink because their parts are pink.
0: Bailiff, get this Beep, weird. Boop. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No robots in my courts. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's switch it over. All Order! Right. Jesus. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> right here. I, Order! I feel We've done this before. You've been the judge. I, I have been in your courtroom many times. It it's just us, by the way. There is no jury for this one. Judge
1: We're- Pinkerton residing. Uh, I did, yeah. am a busy man.
0: Yeah. And I do mm-hmm. not
1: have time for your waffling or your French toasting or your cream bruleeing. Or your black coffeeing, or your pancaking. get all... over, get it over with. I don't know what. What skate... are we talking about here today? Uh, okay,
0: I, yeah, I don't know what skate tricks have to do. Boys with are blue. Court. Okay, that's yeah. Can I can I go or like you still?
1: I mean, floor is yours. The floor isn't... is lava.
0: Okay, floor is lava. Oh my god. The fuck is wrong with this place? You guys said you were remodeling last week. Did you just stop? Jesus, this goes down forever. Okay. Um.
1: Mordor! Mordor in the court!
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, those are... Wow. Orcs, are these from the movie? Did you get costumes? What the fuck? Okay. Um. Well, I'm...
1: I smell hobbit blood.
0: Yeah, let me guess. Meat's back on the menu, works, right? Like? Oh, meat. Who Meat's are you? Back are on you the,
1: the menu boys?
0: Yeah, there we go. Those All right. Or- yeah, orcs. that was good. Also, did you? Are you the janitor? I could have sworn the judge was just here, but I don't. I don't think there's anything for you let to do, man. Get this is me
1: mop out of the courtroom here. Well,
0: your voice. Wow. Oh, Jesus, is that your real voice? Because the other
1: voice was was. Much Janitor, more.
0: out. Okay, All go. right. I would imagine you we probably clean don't up have... the
1: vomit from the uh-huh. plaintiff.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's anything for him to clean up. The floor is lava, literally. So this is unprecedented. Assailant, um, look, my... go ahead. Assailant, huh? Man, not even giving me a chance to really sound okay. Well, luckily there's no jury because where they were is just lava now. So uh, yeah, uh, I guess my case is the fact that. Um, Why are we assigning colors to people? That's crazy. I mean, like, we know that there's a scale. It's, like, all over the place. Like, people don't have to be boys or girls anymore. Why should colors matter? You know, I think, if anything, it plagues the parents. Uh, They have to decide what to paint the room to make everybody else happy. And God forbid we do another uh, gender uh, reveal party because, you know, People like to load shotguns with live ammunition and, and color it pink or blue. That to me just sounds terrifying. So, um, yeah, I would venture to say that the amount of land that was burned from that uh, gender reveal party alone is grounds to get rid of uh, coloring gender. And uh, that's pretty much my case. My big question to you is uh, it, it, Judge Pinkerton, correct? Correct. Yeah, I was much Residing. more of a uh, much more of a blue album guy. So uh, that would explain why our relationship's a bit rocky. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's my case. Uh, how do you feel about it?
1: Sir, how might you respond to the defendant's quote that a zebra don't pick its stripes? I would say that people aren't zebras, sir. Defendant? Defendant's gone. He's asleep in well, his no, hammock I that actually, he brought.
0: Oh, uh, no, no. So he set up the hammock here, and now the floor is lava. And he was sound asleep until he touched the lava. And now he. Oh, that's... Yeah. Bones. I think that's why they called the janitor initially. Um, so... Did you call me? Nope. Oh, man. He's back. Different voice, though. Again, I. you have... You've got this cockney voice. But originally, you just sounded like my friend Nate. I'll be off now. Okay. All right. He's He's... <laughs> I assume there's more lava that he's trying to clean with his mop. Um, so good, good luck to him. Good, he, he seems on the ball. This whole place is crazy. What? Am I allowed to go? Did I win? What's What's going on? All right, I'm gonna take the gavel and uh, wait. All right. right, and I settled the court. I'm the new judge. Get out of here. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to take and the, the the, the new wig goes over my wig, and the robes go over my T-shirt. All right, and the Garfield T-shirt. Well, you can still read it. If I parted, it does say that I don't like Mondays, and I think that uh, the court's going to get a big kick out of that.
1: Um, Yeah, you're done. Get I out of here. I got my... Uh... Number one dad mug brought that to court Mm, and takes the mug and throws it into
0: the lava. Yeah. So that's gone now. So, uh, I don't know. Go see what the janitor's doing. Maybe they're hiring. Uh, anyways, uh, court is dismissed. All right. I think it's been deemed, uh, we don't need to give people colors based on their genders. I think that's fucking crazy. I will venture to say that I would like to keep the Wikipedia article I think it's interesting but we are gonna there's get a lot of information of, in it. Uh, isn't it cool yeah I think it's a good read. if yeah. anybody's listening to this uh read it it's just a bunch of dates that cite uh, specific sources as to when uh, uh blue and pink played a role in gender normative uh, selections for for kids growing up it's it's awesome but I think we can get rid of uh Blue and pink as as gender norms, for well, it's boys from and girls yeah
1: it's for it's for conditioning of uh so i mean i'm I can't defend this in any real sense now that I'm in my own meat body again, it's me, Nate, hey uh <laughs> I can't actually defend this because this it's it's a it's a form of some like early development social conditioning for normative masculine feminine behaviors because you paint a boy's room blue, what do you do? You give him a football blah blah blah, and you make him aggressive towards everyone who's in his way and and then and then he becomes a dick and does the same for his kid or whatever uh and then pink, dainty, you don't play sports, you're a girl these are these are outdated mentalities and modalities of thinking of gender and but yeah well but nothing it's okay (laughs) this is this is no i got it this is um what does i grew up in a bedroom that was lime green what does that tell you what was your bedroom Oh God. I don't know, man. I think it
0: was wallpaper for a long time and me and my sister shared a room forever. So I think it was always like, uh, like, I don't know when we were real little it was like teddy bears. And then like, you know, we got older. I remember one time my mom let me paint my room. Uh, and, uh, I made it look like a Hawaii. Like I did like a sandy brown <laughs> at the base and then did blue skies and then like green in the top is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like, what does green do to a kid as they're growing up? They just like that color more. I mean, like, yeah. If anything, let's yeah. create more more interior designers and people with better taste. For fuck's sake. Um, well, I mean,
1: yeah. With a gen- think of a gendered room because, like, largely when we're talking about blues for boys, pink is for girls. This 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 attitude is never the decision of the child of the person. No, it's I mean, just it's decision. You're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so it's like. I mean, like, how old does a child have to be to be able to decide to to just give them a gift certificate to Lowe's and a and give them? A, <laughs> well, them I would imagine five years that they old? would have five? to be
0: old enough to drive to Lowe's and buy paints. So. Well, I
1: guess and tall enough, but you can get them a little step stool. It doesn't, whatever, man. I mean, like, just let them let them have it, you know.
0: Well, needless to say, me and Nate don't agree with uh, traditional gender norms. And I bet you if you listen to this podcast, you don't either. So... I hope we're all in agreement, but if you're not, or if you just have anything to say, uh, hit us up. Uh, we got our email, uh, thisisnothingpodcast at gmail.com. We got the Facebook, uh, this is thisisnothingpodcast. Uh, same goes for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you will have to force me to use Twitter. If anybody feels like giving me a... <laughs> like telling me why Twitter is important and showing me how to use it. I am all ears and I would love to do it. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Uh, we are still encouraging any feedback, anything you could, uh, add. And also if you have a Wikipedia article that you want us to cover on an episode, uh, send it into the email. We would love to do that. Um, yes, we would. And, uh, same goes for guests. If anybody's got a podcast of their own and they, they want uh, to come join us on the podcast, uh, feel free to hit us up. Um, but that is pretty much the episode. All right, so here's the deal. I do want a really quick plug. I feel so bad about not doing this, and I think I'm going to plug it every episode here on out. Um, my buddy Elias uh, with Dogged Lion Supply um, did our graphic, and he's the best. He has done um, numerous band graphics. He has done like professional graphics, um, you know, So hit him up for anything. That, again, is Dogged Line Supply. That is D-O-G-G-E-D-L-I-N-E, Design Supply. He also was the first one to give us feedback on this podcast. It was super helpful. He is so multi-talented, an amazing I musician. Um, I thought it was Doge.
1: I thought it was Doge Godline, but I, I was <laughs> reading it wrong out loud. <laughs>
0: That's a pretty solid plug for my friend Elias. So hit him up if you guys have graphic needs or anything. He is the best. Uh, he also did the Grains very of Sandler cool. podcast stuff. Uh, so check oh, that, that out. That image um, is hilarious. It's so good. Yeah, check out uh, Grains of Sandler. They are amazing. Um, Nate, you got anything you want to plug? I got a
1: pitch. Matt. Yeah, I got a plug. I got music out. More of it. My... Band name is Windchime Weather, and you can find me on Instagram under Windchime Weather, and I'm everywhere. You can find me on Spotify, you can Shazam me if I'm playing at an open-air market that you're shopping for fruits at. You might be able to catch a glimpse of some Windchime Weather there. It's a little breeze before a storm, you know what I mean? And I got a song that just dropped uh, on Friday called Feels Like Home, and it's important to me, and I want you all to hear it if you're listening and like uh indie rock music i made everything myself so it's it feels kind of like a special little thing it really- and uh
0: it absolutely yeah, is. I, I
1: got to. Yeah. I'm looking for it. The full release comes out in June. So we're, we're coming close.
0: Get ready. Y'all. It's going to be great. Anybody mm-hmm. in Seattle, uh, definitely be ready to catch some of that live at some point. But to end the episode, uh, Nate is going to use a word that we have generated off the word of the day calendar for Miriam Webster. This word is frugal. Nate, take us out.
1: I would be frugal if I didn't buy these awesome boots.
0: All right. That see I'm ya. going to put on my
1: feet <laughs> to go for a walk after this. Frugal. F R U G A L. All right. We'll see you guys Ascent. next time. Bye, everybody.
0: <laughs> Wait.
1: Could you give me a different word, or is that too, too late? All right. Fine. I'm not going to give me another chance. Matt, please. I have...